Hey guys, I'm Court. And I'm Kate. And I'm Kelly. And you're listening to Season 4, Episode 3 of The The Castle Chat. Chat. Hello friends, welcome back to a new episode of The Castle Chat. Today we are joined with Kelly from Kelly's Magical Vacations and she is going to help us break down our episode titled Resort, Rewind, and Recap. In this episode, we are going to be breaking down everything you need to know about the value resort art of animation. Kelly's here to give her top tips, and also we are just going to talk and chat about all the things that you need to know about this resort. So let's chat about it. Well, Kelly, we're so excited you're back with us. This is so fun. We love getting to have you on episodes. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be back with you guys. <laughs> I got to be past half of the castle chat in person, so it is very nice to be back with the full castle chat. Yes, I know. We're trying to arrange where you can meet the other half of the castle chat, hopefully in the next couple weeks, but it's so fun to just like have you on an episode like this because you're such an expert when it comes to resorts and booking stuff like this. So it's an honor to just have your expertise on something like this because I know that you're going to know things that we have no clue about. So thank you for being here. Thank you for giving us your time. And I know the listeners are excited to have you on here. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be here. So happy (laughs) to talk all things art of animation. Well, I think we should jump right into breaking down art of animation. So Kelly, since you are our travel agent expert, why don't you give our listeners just a a brief overview of what art of animation is, what type of resort they can expect when they show up here? So Art of Animation is actually the newest value. So it opened in 2012, so it's not super new, but it's still the newest one when we look at all the value resorts. Um, So being a value, it's kind of the least expensive expensive option you can do at Walt Disney World and still get all the benefits of staying on property. Um, So the differences you're gonna have based on a value versus a moderate or deluxe is really gonna be more in like the space that you have in the room, kind of the amenities that you'll have. Um, You know, you're not going to have a lot of different dining options and things like that, but it's still gonna be a great way that you can stay on property, get those benefits and kind of, you know, get into the parks early, things like that. Yeah, for sure. I think this part, this um, resort is really fun, mostly because of, of its location to like the Skyliner and Pop Century. It's like you can, you can kind of get two resorts in one because you can just walk across the bridge and you can head over to Pop Century, which is right there and and experience both resorts. Yeah, I think that the proximity to other hotels is great, but also having the access to the Skyliner. Mm -hmm. But previously, value resorts only had buses, which I think was a big turnoff for guests because they didn't, I mean, that's one of the biggest pulls of deluxe resorts is the added ease of transportation. And so introducing the Skyliner at this resort, I think was a a game changer for making it popular. Um, But I think the next like most awesome thing about this resort is the theming. Like if you want Disney, it is in your face here. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, Why don't we talk a little bit about the different sections of the resort and the theming that goes along with each of those sections. So there are four different themed sections to this resort. Um, 
If you have little ones that are big into Disney movies, they're going to be really popular ones that they're familiar with, um, that they would be excited to see. They have larger than life characters um, that they are able to look at when they're walking around. And those different sections are going to be themed to Cars, The Little Mermaid, Finding Nemo, and The Lion King. All really big, popular Disney movies. Um, and the theming of the rooms and outside of the rooms makes you feel like you're in that Disney bubble where you're immersed in what that film looks like. You feel like you're a part of the film. I think a neat detail in how they design this resort is that in each of the areas, they they made the characters or the the Disney statues and things that you see mm-hmm. the the point is to be a part of the film so with the finding nemo section you're meant to be the size of nemo the size of the fish and so the things that are around you mr ray or other characters that are supposed to be bigger than nemo seem huge to you whereas like in the car section they want you to be the same size and interacting with the cars like you're right there with them or Lion King or or The Little Mermaid. They want you to feel like you are the focal point of that film. And so they match you to the size of everything around you. Um, So it really just adds to that immersion of the different sections and making you feel like you're in the movie. Yeah. Have the rooms here had a renovation since it opened in 2012? Do we know? I don't don't believe that they have. Um, I mean, I think it's probably kind of like, you know, they'll do general things that they'll kind of go in and make sure it's you know up to standards and everything like that but they haven't had that like major overhaul like you know yeah. all-star movies has in the past um but i was going to say too when we're talking about the theming what i think is they've done so well at art of animation is they bring through these four different films from this you know the moment that you walk onto that property until you're into your room so even in the landscape of flavors food court there's different sections that are based on mm-hmm. all four of those different sections. So you'll see all of that kind of throughout your entire stay while you're staying there. Yeah, I think that's so neat. And touching on the food court briefly, and we can talk about it more later if we want, but the variety of things that you can get there because they're trying to tap into the theming of those different resorts. Like mm-hmm. I know they have crab cakes there. I know they have non different things that you're not going to get a lot of other places where they just typically have those like burgers, chicken tenders kind of options. So this is a really quality food court as well when we're talking about being at a value resort. I think they've taken like the word value and they've they've made the most of it with this resort. And I, I love that because a lot of people think they if they want a better Disney experience that they sometimes have to go above that value level to get it. And Art of Animation really proves that you don't have to. You can pay the lower price. You can stay in this fantastic resort that has so much to offer. It has the proximity to the Skyliner and access to, you know, Pop Century or whatever that looks like. And you can, if you have kids, you have this very immersive theming, which a lot of the other rooms are very much just like your standard hotel room with some flair. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas these are like, oh my gosh, I'm under the sea <laughs> with Little Mermaid. And I I love that like these rooms really transport you to that and make you feel like you stepped into the movie. Yeah, I think for younger kids, this is going to be a big hit because not only is 
you know, your family vacation in Disney World, but mm-hmm. where you go back to, to go to sleep, to swim in the pool, to do all the things, you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm in the middle of a Disney movie or, you know, everything around you is Disney. So for younger children who are excited about that aspect of things and maybe aren't as overwhelmed as maybe adult would be after a long day in the parks coming home to like super themed hotel amenities and things um this is really i think targeted towards those younger kids Mm -hmm, for sure i um i know that it's in the it's in the worldwide of sports resort area um but how far away is this resort from some of the parks so I can jump in on that one. Um, so of course you have the Skyliner and then you also have buses. So that's the thing. You're gonna have your, the Skyliner for Disney's Hollywood Studios and Epcot. And Skyliner, you probably wanna build in like 20 minutes, um, you know, kind of in non-peak time. So that's the one thing, just like if you're at a value and you see those lines for buses, you're gonna see lines when you go over to the Skyliner. That's just how it is, but it's gonna move a lot faster than a bus line. Um, So always build in like 20 minutes for those, you know, routes to Epcot or Disney's Hollywood Studios. But if you're driving, you're actually in a really good location with Art of Animation. So you're seven minutes from Magic Kingdom, eight minutes from Epcot, three minutes from Hollywood Studios, and 10 minutes from Animal Kingdom. That's awesome to be 10 minutes or less to everything that you want to experience in the Disney bubble um i didn't realize how close it was to hollywood studios i did not That's realize awesome. that I, I thought it was much further away than that <laughs> yeah for sure yeah if you look at it on a map it's actually like next door neighbors with the star cruiser which is the star wars hotel quote unquote um so you're right there at hollywood studios basically that's so cool i learned something new today well, I also didn't think that like it would be such a difference between Epcot because Epcot and Hollywood Studios are right next to each other. But yeah, it's eight minutes to Epcot and only three to Hollywood Studios. That's kind of wild to think about as well. Yeah. yeah, it's all those changes they've made with the you know streets and everything, all different <laughs> ways you have to get places. But that's why that I mean the Skyliner is such a benefit of staying there. So now that we've gone over some general bullet points of what to expect from this hotel, Kelly, why don't you take us into the details of the rooms and why this resort is such a popular one for families visiting Walt Disney World? There's a lot of different options at this value that you don't get at other values and also at other resorts, even in you know the deluxe or moderate level. So there's two different room types that you're gonna have. Um, and the average room cost per night is like 415 but i usually i'm sorry 514 oh my goodness gracious um but i usually see it a little bit higher than that so i would say look at like probably about 600 dollars per night when you put in those taxes and fees um but what this is going to give you is those family suites so you can get up to six people in a room um and that's six adults in the room so you'll have a kitchenette two bathrooms a master bedroom which has a queen size bed it's called an innova innova bed Um, which I just learned this as I was looking this up, these tables that convert into double-sized beds. So you'll see them at like All Star and Pop Century. That's called an Innova bed. So we're going to call it a table bed though. Um, (laughs) So you get to kind of use that as like a table during the day and then you can pull that down and it's a double-sized bed. Um, And then you'll also have a pull-out couch. So I've stayed in these rooms before and it's awesome. I did it when I did a Run Disney weekend. And just to have two bathrooms for, I think it was four adults when I was staying there was the best thing like totally worth the money because you didn't have to be waiting for people it's also really sizable 
So, you know, like when we were stretching before we were heading out for our run, we weren't like trying to be between beds to do that. Um, so if you are looking for some additional space or, you know, you have like grandma and grandpa coming and you want to kind of give them some privacy, these are great because you can kind of have that separate space for people. Um, and then of course you do have those standard rooms here too, but that's going to be much there's gonna be a lot less of those um, than you would have at like an all-star or pop century. So the standard rooms are only in the uh, Little Mermaid section and there's only gonna be about 864 of those rooms, whereas the family suites, there's over a thousand. So with the standard rooms in the Little Mermaid section, it's gonna be four people max. So your general, you know, resort stay um, that we're used to. You'll either have one king bed or two queen beds. And it's gonna be really similar to the pop century or all-star rooms that we're used to. Um, but it's not gonna have that table bed that we talked about. So that's really nice at an all-star, all-star, excuse me, or a pop century because you kind of have that extra room when you put that one up. So that's the only thing here that I think you kind of miss out on if you have that queen size um, bed, you know, those two, is that you don't have that extra table space. I didn't realize that it was only the Little Mermaid section that had the standard rooms. I thought you could have a standard room at any of the theming themes, but I didn't realize it was mostly family suites. That's really awesome, especially for, like you said, those families like grandparents, parents, kids, where you want them right close by, but you also want to provide some privacy because that would have been a great option for uh, my fiance's family when we went in October. Like we had kind of multiple family situations going on and we had like three rooms in the Polynesian but it may have been easier to maybe do a suite where some of us could have been closer by to help out with stuff like that. So um, I just didn't know that it was only Little Mermaid that you could get a standard room in. Yeah, and when you think about the price of having to pay for two moderate rooms or even two deluxe and thinking about square footage, bed space, and all of that and being able to, it might seem like, oh my goodness, this is kind of steep for a value resort to be an average of 500 or so dollars a night, but you're getting enough room for six people in a single space. And it's not just sleeping space, you get that extra bathroom. That's huge for a you know larger number of people trying to get ready and needing two showers and all that good stuff i think that it ends up being worth the investment to um, maybe feel like you're spending more per night for a single room but you only need the one room when you do the suite style space so i think that that is a really big benefit of of choosing to stay here versus somewhere like maybe pop century or all-star or even a moderate if you're looking for you know to to cut down on cost in some way but still have enough room for everybody yeah i mean if i don't know i kind of think about this with like a pop century room and an art of animation room if you're just doing regular standard room two queen beds obviously with pop century you have the option to pull the bed down pull it up and get more space if you were going with if you're you and three other adults, you're gonna have four people in the room. Would you pick Pop Century or would you pick Art of Animation I think, for a standard room? I think when it comes to standard room, it might be more based on pricing if you're getting the same amount of space. Mm-hmm. But for me, if I'm going with another group of adults, something that I do frequently whenever I'm on Disney trips, I go back for a midday break and I want to take a nap and having (laughs) the ability to be in a separate room, close the door, but everybody can still be in the hotel room and not feel like, oh, someone's sleeping right there. Um, So I think that that's, it's comfortable and that everybody does kind of get individualized space, but everyone can still be in the same room and not feel like you're on top of each other. Yeah. I think the other thing too that like really sets apart these family suites is the fact that you do have, do have that kitchenette. So the majority of Disney rooms are not gonna have that, right? Like you'll have your 
you know, like your little refrigerator and things like that, but you're not gonna have like a full kitchenette where you can kind of like make lunch or breakfast or whatever you wanna do. So if you have little ones, it's just nice to have that, I think, because you're kind of mm-hmm. prepared for anything. But then also, you know, that's kind of a benefit that only DVC rooms, so Disney Vacation Club rooms, are getting, so those villas. So you're almost, you know, it, I'm not saying it's a villa by, you know, any stretch of the imagination, but you get that benefit of staying at a villa in a value resort where you sell the Skyliner, you still have these really awesome, huge pools. So you kind of get all those different benefits that a villa would get as well. Yeah, yeah. that's a great point. So um, what's the pricing difference between um, a regular, like a standard room and a family? I know you talked about the family um, suite prices. What does a standard room price look like at Art of Animation? Standard rooms are going to be closer to like 250 to 300 per night. So it's almost like double for the family suite. Um, So it's, you know, obviously like I I agree with um, you guys, it's, you got to figure out that pricing when you're looking at what does a standard really make sense. But if you do have, you know, sometimes I'll have families that need multiple rooms, like it'll be an eight person party. That's not going to fit completely in a family suite. So maybe you get a family suite and then you get a standard room at Art of Animation. So you're all still together, but you can kind of still, you know, have your space. And that might actually be economically the better decision than doing three rooms at Pop Century. Yeah. I mean, I think that makes, that definitely makes more sense. Um, I'm trying to think of what else we can touch on with the rooms themselves. I mean, the theming, like we said, is very immersive. It's so fun. It's colorful. It's vibrant. It's not It's not your typical hotel room whatsoever. It really is. The pictures I see online, I've never stayed at Art of Animation, but when I see the pictures, I'm like, man, this just looks like a fun place to stay. Um, do you guys have anything else to add for just like the theming of the rooms? I don't think theming-wise. I mean, I think the one thing that's kind of cool about Art of Animation, too, is it's one of the dog-friendly resorts. Um, so talking about like what's, you know, going on in the rooms and whatever, you do have the opportunity to bring your dog. Um, so it's an additional fee. It's a $50 per night cost, but specific rooms will actually be, you know, kind of prepared to handle dogs. Um, and there are like certain standards. So, I mean, I've stayed with, um, my puppy nephew, Hagrid, um, at two (laughs) Disney resorts now and they've handled it really, really well. It's on my bucket list. I need to take Penny to Disney World. It has to happen at some point. I don't know if she would be um, calm enough to fly, so she might have to endure a really long car ride, but this one, um, I would certainly be happy to bring her to and let her experience Disney. I would be curious to see how she responds to oversized characters, if she would be oh my like gosh, <laughs> intimidated. Walking her around Art of Animation, she'd just be like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah, she, I think she would be in awe and excited and feel the magic just like I do. <laughs> That's the hope, right? <laughs> okay, well, let's talk about some more. I, we talked a little bit about transportation, about the Skyliner. Um, what other transportation options do we have for Art of Animation? So in addition to having the Skyliner for um, Hollywood Studios and Epcot, you also have the buses. So it's going to be similar to like All Star and Pop Century where or any of those the resorts where those buses are going to be out front. Um, I have had people ask me, do they still run buses for Hollywood Studios and Epcot, even though the Skyliner is there? And as far as I know, it's only, you'll only have bus transportation for Epcot and Hollywood Studios if for some reason the Skyliner is down. So mm-hmm. you would see that though posted over by the Skyliner or there would be some type of you know announcement. If you are going through a travel agent, they would be able to share that information with you. Um, but I've only really seen that maybe like a handful of times when they're doing renovations or something like that. 
Yeah, I, I have noticed um, when I sit at Pop Century one morning, the <laughs> this is how I learned this, the Skyliner was very busy, so I was like, that's it, we'll just take the bus to Hollywood Studios or whatever. And we walked all the way to the buses to realize that they don't do the buses. <laughs> I thought that they would do both. And so I was like, well, here we are <laughs> trying to get to Hollywood Studios and we're walking back to the Skyliner. Or maybe we'll book an Uber. I don't know. But um, that was a learning experience for me. So, no, they do not do it unless it's down. Um, fun fact. <laughs> so, um, don't do what I did and don't think that you can get on a bus or one of those marks. <laughs> Something that um, I didn't realize um, until staying at a value um, resort more recently is I personally, if I have a car in Disney, I think it's efficient to just drive to the parks and park there i have the benefit of having an annual pass so parking is free whereas for people who don't have that you pay 20 25 bucks to park in the parks so if you if you don't have a car and you don't have an annual pass maybe economically it's not the best thing for you to do but i didn't realize you have to pay to have your car at these value resorts now. I don't feel like it used to be that way. Yeah, it changed, I I mean, maybe like two, three, it was before COVID that they had put that into place. Um, And I think it was really just kind of stay up to, you know, where other, uh, how other resorts and hotels were doing things. Um, So, I mean, there still is the benefit if you're a resort guest at, um, I'm sorry, Art of Animation, it's $15 per night. So you are paying less than you are if you're taking your car and you're parking at the parks, you know, you're off um, site, you're like you're staying off site or anything. Um, but I think it is a nice resort to have your car at because it is a bigger resort. So if you have your car, you don't have to worry about walking from Little Mermaid over to the Skyliner or to the buses, you have your car right there. Um, and then you're super close, like we were talking about before, to all of the parks really. If you're staying on Disney property, do do you still pay for parking? So you'll only pay for your parking at the resort. So actually, I think my answer to you should be no, because you only will have to do it there. You'll basically just get, um, they'll be able to verify that you're a resort guest when you come into the theme park uh, parking lot. I've only had to do the the per night fee for parking at the resorts only once because I typically fly. Um, it's not it's not bad, especially if you're in with a car of a bunch of people and you split it. Like it ends up being very cheap over the time span that you're actually there at the parks. But yeah, they did incorporate that, and uh, it's it's just their way of trying to get more money, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like Kelly said, I think it is something that's standard at other resorts and hotels outside of the Disney area. So and just trying to stay competitive and make sure. I mean, they. In their opinion, I'm sure they're saying we're offering free transportation once you're here. You might as well pay us to leave your car here if we're going to, you know, for free transport you everywhere else. So I understand why they do it. Um, I just, I think last time I stayed at Pop Century, I didn't realize that that was how things were operating now and was kind of taken off guard. So I definitely think it's something to take into account when you're budgeting for your vacation that you do have to pay per night. Okay. Let's shift and talk about some food. I love food. I always love talking about food. I love food. I'm hungry. (laughs) Yeah, I'm hungry too. But let's talk about some food options, what we can get at this resort, what options there are, and like go-to items. Um, so I know that you had mentioned, Kelly, you'd mentioned the the um, Landscape of Flavors food court and how that's a really great option because it has that's the food that's really themed to some of the movies that they have that are associated with this resort. Do you want to add any more about like what that food court looks like and uh, maybe some of the go-to items in the food court? 
So it's divided into the four sections like we had discussed before. So it kind of brings through that theming of all the different sections in the resort. So, you know, The Little Mermaid, Cars, Lion King, and which one did I miss? Funny Nemo. Um, and so it's going to be open from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. So this is basically breakfast, lunch, dinner, and there's a ton of snacks, which I really enjoy because um, so I'm more of the person that's like wants to just grab and go and like get my coffee and be on my way and not sit down for a full breakfast. So they offer that, but they also have five different quick service counters there that are gonna have all different things, each of the different meal times. Um, and like you guys were talking about before, there's all different options there. So it's not gonna be just the general like cheeseburger, hot dog, chicken, you know, chicken nuggets. They're gonna have a lot more different things. And they also, if you are up on the foodie guides that Disney does, they always have different foods that are gonna be offered there at Art of Animation. I don't know why it is, but Art of Animation always seems to get some special little foodie <laughs> things. Um, so that's always nice. And they do do mobile, mobile order, um, which if you guys are not using that, you need to be using it because it is the hugest time saver ever. Oh my gosh, um, it's can just so great. Put it on your phone, right? Oh my gosh, when people tell me that they don't want to use it, I'm like, no, just use it once. Listen. Go ahead and place the mobile order, walk over to the food court, literally pick it up, go jump on the Skyline or whatever that looks like for you or the bus, and you're ready to go. Like, you don't you don't have to waste any time. It's so convenient. And so if you don't use mobile ordering, what are you doing with your life? There's always <laughs> these moments when I'm in Disney where I get this like, hey, 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 I'm an expert kind of um, sensation. And whenever I am picking up a mobile order and I'm walking <laughs> past a line of people waiting for their food or ordering their food, that is one of those moments where I'm like, oh, yeah. I know something you don't know. Yeah. I mean, these food courts can get really busy at these value resorts because it's like the one hub where you can get all the food. It's not like these moderate or deluxe resorts where they have different restaurants and you can go all around and it kind of splits up the crowd a little bit. Like I'm sure the peak of breakfast, lunch, and dinner, these food courts are packed and people are ready to eat. And so having that mobile order is going to save you so much time. Even if you're doing, even if you're ordering food that you do want to sit down and eat or you want to take back to your room and eat it's still an amazing opportunity to do that so definitely take advantage of it don't stand in the line in the food court don't be a rookie <laughs> you heard it here do your mobile order are there any other spots at the resort that people can grab snacks drinks food whatever yeah, so actually a pretty cool one is called the Drop-Off Pool Bar, and it's gonna be located right outside of the main animation hall. So animation hall is kind of like your check-in area. It's gonna be where your food court is, where the gift shop is, and also right outside of that, towards the parking lot area is going to be where your buses are. If you go to the back of Animation Hall, where you're kind of walking into the resort area, that's where Drop-Off Pool Bar is going to be. So Drop-Off, if you guys don't know what that reference is, it is from Finding Nemo. Um, so that's going to be located at the Big Blue Pool, and that's in the Finding Nemo section. So that's kind of the biggest pool that they have there, and we can talk more about the pools because they were actually really awesome at Art of Animation. Um, but the Drop-Off Pool Bar is open from 11 a.m. to 11.30 um, p.m. So you can stop by there. There's alcoholic drinks, non-alcoholic drinks. There are some different food options. Um, and definitely one thing I would say is no matter where you're going in Disney, check out the menus before. Um, if you search the menu, if you have the My Disney Experience app, just search drop-off pool bar and you'll be able to view the, the menu from there. So you can see maybe you want to try that one day versus going to Landscape of Flavors um, food court. Yeah, I think that's awesome that they have 
um, an opportunity for adults to get something, a nice adult beverage. Um, when you're surrounded by kids in a very kid-friendly resort, I think that adults very much benefit from this. <laughs> I also love the hours here. Like, I mean, if you've had a long day at the parks and you need a snack, a drink, whatever it might be, the parks are closing before, as of right now, before these spots are closed. So if you get back to your resort and you didn't want to wait in the extremely long line at, you know, the confectionery or Starbucks or whatever it might be on your way out, you've got these spots to go to at your resort to experience different food options or drink options um, that might be a little bit more accessible and quick um, Mm -hmm. and calm when it's, you know, 10 p.m. and you're like, I'm going to get back to my resort and just, you know, stop by the pool bar and get something before I go to bed. Yeah, that's definitely, that's super nice. And also, like we spoke about this earlier, you can also very easily walk over to Pop Century and you can utilize any of their food options. Now, when it comes to Disney resorts, a lot of people will resort hop and they'll go eat different foods at different resorts. But that often takes like, let me get on a bus here or a monorail there. And you almost have to plan out like how you're going to get there and how, it's, how you're going to make it happen. But with this, you literally walk across the bridge and you can access the um, the Pop Century. They have a pool bar as well that we talked talked about in one of our previous episodes. And they also have a food court. So if you want some of the tie-dye cheesecake over at Pop Century, then you can just hop on over there and grab that and then come back to Art of Animation. So it is nice to have that convenience and even have, have basically more food options because the resorts are right next to each other. Yeah, all great points. I think before we move off of food and into the pools, I think we should just real quick talk about the lobby, which is in generally the same area. I think this is one of the most fun beautiful lobbies in all of Walt Disney World. I don't know what you guys opinion is of this. I've ever seen pictures or know what it looks like. So what makes it so fun and beautiful? What is what's the name of the Animators Hall? Is that what you called it? Yeah, Animation Hall. So okay. if you walk in there, I mean I remember when this resort opened um and like my other love outside of Disney is drawing. So for me, I walked in and it's like you literally see like drawing pads and like all the sketches of different points of these four different movies that they're kind of highlighting in the resort different times throughout the process of animating those different wow, you know really cool. movies yeah so it's like you know you you see ariel when she's first being sketched and then you see her when she kind of comes to life when you get over to your room in that section so you kind of go through the whole animation process once you enter the resort yeah i think it's stunning they've got the really cool giant sketches and then the back wall where you're checking in is kind of this rainbow colorful backdrop um, which is really just breathtaking i think something exciting for younger kiddos to see when they walk into just oh my goodness like so much color so much fun Um, there's this beautiful chandelier which has more of these sketches on them i think there's actually signatures by some of the artists on them um, which is a neat touch and detail as well but i just think that this lobby is definitely unique and fun creative and worth just walking through even if you aren't staying at art of animation just to take it in and um see some of some of the resort lobbies are just fun to walk through and this is definitely one of my favorites just this episode makes me really want to stay there i don't want to stay at all the disney resorts to say that i checked them all off my list but art of animation's always been right there i usually always go for an all-star or pop century when i'm doing a value i never quite think of art of animation but now i'm like 
next time I stay at a value, I'm going to stay at Art of Animation because I just want to experience and appreciate like the act of animation and how they come to create these movies. I think it's so, just so impressive and I feel like that lobby gives you opportunity to really appreciate the work of the artists and um, and you, Kelly, being an artist and, and loving drawing, I'm sure that's just so fun for you to, to be a part of. Yeah, it was cool. We saw the, um, you know, when we walked in there during Christmas time, they have one of the coolest Christmas trees. So if you don't know, Disney does Christmas trees at every one of their hotels. So if you're there during the holidays, it's totally something to check out. And Art of Animation is one not to sleep on during that time. Go check it out. It has a really, really cool Christmas tree. And they really, I don't know that, that I totally agree that lobby, as much as it's a value, it's one that you could actually sit in and like people watch and you wouldn't be like, oh gosh, I'm sitting in a value lobby. It's really, <laughs> they've done an exceptional job there. Well, let's let's talk about some of the areas like around the lobby as well. There's some of the amenities because there not only is there the check-in area in the lobby, we've got like some shopping available there, um, and then right outside of that area, we've got kind of the start of some of the pools. So why don't we jump in? <laughs> jump in the pool. Get it? Jump in. I'm so funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> jump into some of those items as well, like the amenities that the resort has to offer. I think the quick thing to touch on before we jump into pools because there's a lot to talk about with the pools in my opinion but there is a shop in the main hub of the art of animation lobby area called ink and paint and it is a huge gift shop it's got a lot of regular disney merchandise items but then there are also toys and things themed to these four disney movies that are a part of the theming of this resort Uh, i think The details of Disney are why I love it. And one of the (laughs) things that I think is really neat about this is it's um, the the gift shop, the one shop that's in there is called Ink and Paint. And it's paying, you know, the, the theming is art of animation, the art of the drawings and everything. And so the original way that these Disney films that we know and love were created was through a technique called ink and paint and Walt Disney's wife Lillian was hired to the Walt Disney company to be an ink and paint artist and that's how he and his wife met fell in love and so So that's you know a a part of their love story and they've incorporated it into this resort which I just think is an incredible detail not to miss out on and I think there's some fun fact about there's over 200 different paint colors in the like theming of the little paint cans that are in there Um, Um, So just really neat details that they put so much effort and time into thinking up everything that goes into these resorts. So just a little nod to Walt's love story, which I think is is cute and fun. Um, But that's really all I have on the the shopping in the area. (laughs) I love that little tidbit. You always have to come in with the cute little history facts. It's so fun. Uh, it's like I said, the details of Disney are what has made me fall in love with it. And so mm-hmm. to miss out on those things, to just walk through and not understand that there's a story behind what you're walking through is missing out on the, the vision that Walt had in the first place of really paying attention to absolutely everything that he put in these resorts, the parks and beyond. Yeah, nothing is left out. And there's such intentionality behind every single thing that these Imagineers do. So it's just so impressive to see it all kind of come together. Yes, definitely. So let's start talking about the pools because this is where this resort comes to life, I think. Yeah, pools. (laughs) So 
This is actually really cool. I didn't know this until I was looking through this before. I know that it has several pools at Art of Animation, but I did not know that the largest pool on the property is at Art of Animation. So if oh. you go to the right, I thought that was really awesome. Um, the big blue pool, so that's gonna be in the Finding Nemo section, and it's the largest pool on property. Um, and it's gonna have a lot of different kind of things going on if you go over there. It's really, I have to say the value resorts, the way that they have their pools set up are really breathtaking. You walk in and you're like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. It's like someplace that you wanna spend time, you wanna hang out. Um, and of course the pool bar is right there. So that's awesome for, you know, us 21 and over crowd. Um, but they also do some fun things at the big blue pool. So that's gonna be where a lot of activities take place. Um, so you'll see, you know, there's, there's gonna be recreation offerings throughout your stay. And they'll always have that posted right outside of the entrance to the pools. So you can check that out, but they always do a movie under the stars. Um, and I was just talking to my friends who don't have children and they usually stay at value resorts. And they're like, we always go to the movie under the stars. We grab a drink and we just set up and we watch the movies and it's just the best thing ever. And they're like, it doesn't matter that you don't have children and you're staying at a value, you can take advantage of all this. And I just thought that was such a great idea. Um, but then in addition to the big blue pool, you also have the cozy cone pool over in the car section and then the flipping fins pool in the little mermaid section. So there is a lot of different things. Plus you also have a kid's water play zone called the schoolyard spray ground over at the big blue pool. I did not know that was the largest on property. Cause there are, when I think of like really big pools and I think of like, I guess my mind goes to Beach club. That's what I think. Yeah, of. beach club or like boardwalk. Like those those feel really large and they have slides, they have all this extra stuff. I don't think about a value resort having a, the largest pool on property. So that's actually really cool. Yeah, I think that in particular the schoolyard spray ground yes, for people who have toddler age kids. I would be so stressed out being in a large pool, worrying about my kid, you know, not knowing how to swim or there just being so many kids and not being able to spot and find them and having a zone specifically dedicated to these younger kids where you know mm -hmm. that they're okay and they're safe. And it's something that's so fun. It's not that they're, you know, missing out on the regular pool. It's not a baby pool. It's a whole playground that is like a splash pad, um, which I think is really neat, especially if this is targeting families, having the family suites and everything. Everything. I think that it's really smart of them to incorporate this kid-friendly or toddler-friendly area for families to have their kids play in and not be as worried about, you know, okay, we're at the largest pool on property. Where is my two-year-old? Um, so I think that that's really neat. Something else that I saw when I was looking at this, the Cozy Cone Pool. First of all, the theming is so fun, but this is also at the pool they have these cone cabanas so if you've seen the movies you know that the cozy cone is like a hotel or a motel for these cars to stay in they have these cabanas that are under these giant like cones um and it is one of these things where every time you're in disney you're trying to find the biggest bang for your buck this is a cabana that doesn't cost you a dime you can go there you can get there early get a cabana where you can sit under the shade chill by the pool and you're not paying an extra 200 300 to reserve a cabana which i think is something to keep in mind for sure if you're staying in this area i was about to say that i was like i think i think they have these like cone cabanas as well. i was like literally just looking up a photo when you were saying that because i was like i think that's right but yeah it is I'll I think is I, I love that it's free I mean 
any free opportunity you can find at Disney, just take it. (laughs) Yeah, and again, they have different options here where you've got the kid-friendly splash zone, you've got the more relaxing, almost resort-style cabana where you can relax in the shade and feel a little bit more luxurious or farther away from all of the kids wanting to play in the splash zone so um, if you are that couple that stays at a value resort and you don't have kids and you want to do something maybe a little bit more low-key or quiet you have multiple options to choose from i think also something that is a benefit to staying at a value resort at least like what i've experienced is it's not just the pools that are that are beautiful. There also are these like running and jogging and walking trails that these value resorts, they kind of feel like they're away from everything else a little bit. And like if I've just kind of walked around the property before and like seen how beautiful the lakes are and it's very relaxing, even though you're in the middle of like the hustle and bustle of more of these family style resorts. And so having that at Art of Animation and like walking across the bridge, you can even walk around Pop Century. It's just nice to take a stroll. I love that that is an additional almost amenity that you get outside of these pools and um, other things that you get to do like shopping or hanging out in the lobby and stuff like that. I think something that's also fun about this walking trail area um, in the Pop Century and Art of Animation resort grounds is that there are little trivia blocks as you walk around and so if you're with your family and you're just kind of wanting to get away from the craziness of the parks go for a nice walk in the florida sun you can stop by these little trivia blocks and maybe learn a thing or two or just have fun with um, the people that you're with answering questions Uh, I i think that's a fun touch i mean it just goes back to disney being super intentional of every single thing that they create and build like who would have thought just oh just add some trivia things around so like when they're going on their walk we can make it interactive and it truly makes it a family affair so it's just so fun um i mean this resort really does have so much to offer for it being in the value category it almost feels like it should be moderate and it doesn't even feel like it should be a value resort do you agree I agree. I think the pricing is still kind of in touch with where the moderates are at, but if you're getting a family suite, I think it goes back to being able to have the moderate pricing, but twice as much space. Kelly, as a travel agent, who would you be recommending this resort to? Who would be a good fit? So I usually recommend this resort to people that have like those multi-generational families that are coming or, you know, just bigger families that they want to try to get into one room and not have to split up. Um, You know, I do oftentimes have six, you know, it's two adults and four children. So this allows them to be in one room and to, you know, kind of still have that space where mom and dad can have their own area and the kids can kind of hang out. Um, But you see a lot more, it's going to be larger families that are going here. There's not a ton of availability for those standard rooms. Um, So if you see those, you know, you're looking for a standard room, I'm usually having people go to either like a Pop Century, All Star, or going to a Moderate. Um, Pricing here is, you know, a little bit higher, obviously, than other value resorts. So sometimes people will say, well, if I'm going to pay that, I want to go to a Moderate resort. But I think like, you know, you guys are talking about, you have so many amenities here. And I think the fact that you have the Skyliner is a huge plus because you can now, you know, you may not have the dining options that you do at a moderate, but you have access to Pop Century's dining, of course, your own Art of Animation dining, but then you can take the Skyliner to Caribbean Beach. So you have a ton of options there. You can take it over to Riviera and Riviera has some of the best dining on property, I think. Um, So you have so much access just because you are on the Skyliner. But, you know, I think you're looking 
It's really more made for families that are going to be a little bit larger and maybe two families that are coming together so you can get that suite and kind of cut down on that price. I love that. I now want to like, I don't have a large family, but now I, when I'm marrying into a large family. So now the next time that they go, I'm going to be like, let's go to Art of Animation and get a family suite and have fun. <laughs> Is this, this resort has a lot of different sections. Is there any benefit to staying in one section versus another? Yeah, so I think, you know, it's just like any value or really any of the moderates where you kind of have those, you know, that it's a pretty expansive property that you're on. So you look at where is the building versus where are the different things that I want to be using. So if you're really looking to be closest to like the Skyliner and Animation Hall, so where all the food is and also the largest pool and then where the buses are, the Finding Nemo section is going to be the, you know, best one. It's kind of the most centrally located. Um, the Little Mermaid is going to be furthest away from the animation hall and the Skyliner. Um, so those are going to be those standard rooms. And then, you know, Cars and Lion King are kind of similar in their distance from each. Um, it's not as large as, you know, I, or I don't feel like it is, at least when I look at it, when you look at an all-star. Um, so, you know, but you're still going to be walking if you're in those further um, away buildings. But if you have your car, then it's not an issue at all if you're planning on driving then it really doesn't matter which you know um building you're going to be at you may actually want to do a cars or a lion king because you're going to be closer to the parking lot then finding nemo is going to be a little bit further kind of you know away from where those parking lots are we're saying you know it's these these resorts are are large and they are but everything is still like a, a five to ten minute walk it's still very doable even if you're in a little mermaid room i mean i've stayed at pop century where i've been the furthest away from the the main hall and it hasn't taken me long to to get to the buses um it's if you know if once you like the first day and you're like trying to figure out your path from your room <laughs> to how to get to the buses or to the skyliner sometimes it can it can take a little bit longer but once you figure out your route then you're you're good and it won't take you that much time and sometimes the further away rooms like i ended up being really close to the skyliner but really far away from the food court and so i was like well this is convenient because like i'm really close to just jumping on the skyliner which i'm sure is the same way with art of animation as well yeah pop century and art of animation are kind of different in the way that they're set up so you have you know, you're right exactly with Pop Century. It's like, where, where do you want to pick? Do you want to be closer to the buses or do you want to be closer to the Skyliner? So you have to, you know, it's it, you have to be strategic if you're going to request a building, what you're really looking for. But I think you're exactly right. It's These places are not huge. Like, they're totally walkable. And if you do have somebody that needs more assistance, you can rent a wheelchair or, you know, an electric wheelchair, whatever you may need, and that can help people as well. There's ADA accessible rooms in each of the buildings at Art of Animation. So if you do need that, there's actually, when you go on to book your room, you'll just click a box. Um, but if you're working with a travel agent, just make sure you tell them that, and then they can pull that out for you. You're not gonna pay any extra or anything like that. They'll just have those rooms that are specified. You know, if you need to be able to um, real, like wheel a wheelchair into a shower, things like that, they'll have those rooms that are available. They really do think of everything, but I mean, I feel like we've covered everything about Art of Animation. Is there anything else we want to add? Try it out. That's, I think that's the only thing I would add is don't sleep on the values. That's great advice. Um, but Kelly, it's been such a pleasure having you with us on this episode. Your expertise is just top notch. And um, we love that people have the opportunity to learn from you, but also have the opportunity to book a vacation with you. So if somebody is listening right now and they wanted to book a vacation with you, how would they go about doing that? 
So if you guys are listening, I would love to help you out. Um, my assistance is complimentary, so you won't pay anything more to work with me. And if you would like to work with me, head over to the Castle Chats Instagram and click the link in their bio and you will find all the information there. Um, and if you do come through my Facebook or my Instagram, whatever, at Kelly's Magical Vacations, just let me know that Kate and Court sent you. I will just add in real quick the opportunity that I had the other week to go to Disney was very on a whim last minute I logged on to the Walt Disney website just to see what was available because I was booking in less than a week I did not see anything available I reached out to Kelly I said hey Kelly I was thinking I was gonna try to come to Disney this weekend it doesn't really seem like it's working out but I just wanted to see what you could potentially find for me this girl sent me like six different options that I could not find myself and so even if you feel like you are apt and able to book your own Walt Disney vacation Kelly is able to access things that you wouldn't be able to do as just you know yourself on the website and she's also able to find discounts or deals that maybe you aren't able to see yourself as well and do it swiftly and it's at no charge to you and so that panic I had of oh, I thought I wanted to go to Disney this weekend and now I can't turned into Kelly's handling it it all turned out to be just fine we got to hang out in the parks and it was great so I could not recommend using her services more she is incredible at what she does and is able to make your trip even more magical than you could have imagined Kelly you rock girl thanks guys for hanging with us and um, we will head into some of our other segments Hey all, this is Kelly from Kelly's Magical Vacations, the official travel partner of the Castle Chat, and I am so excited to bring you today's trip tip. Since Disney's changed over to a paid FastPass option, Genie Plus, a lot of people ask me, is it worth it? I've now used it at all of the Walt Disney World parks, and I can tell you it really is worth it. You can add on Genie Plus to your ticket for $15 per day per person. You can do this when you book your tickets, or you can actually do it the morning of as well. If you want to see how I've used Genie Plus to get on a bunch of rides at Walt Disney World, head to my Instagram and check out the highlights for each of the parks. Be sure to head over to Kelly's Magical Vacations on Instagram for all your Disney tips and tricks. And if you are looking to plan a Disney vacation, you can head to the Castle Chats Instagram. Click that link in their bio and there will be a form that you can fill out so that we can start planning. And I can help you with everything from your accommodations to your tickets to your dining and everything in between. creator spotlight i love switching it back and forth because i keep thinking in my head we're gonna say small shop shout out (laughs) but now we're doing creator spotlight and i absolutely love this yeah it's so fun to just connect with a different part of the disney community we've been connecting really well with a lot of these small shops and it's been so fun to learn more about their businesses but now we have the opportunity to learn more about these people that are using instagram and social media platforms um, to build their own brand and their own um, business within itself and so it's very um fun getting to connect with all these amazing talented creators and today our creator spotlight is Sarah of Arendelle she is such a fun 
digital creator on uh, Instagram. She lives in Orlando and she her tagline is theme park lover finding magic in the everyday. Um, I love her um, Instagram handle because obviously Frozen. Um, she is a redhead. She looks like Anna. It's so fun and I just love her posts. She's so creative with her photo spots and the her outfits. I don't know. It's just everything that I see on her page is so light and fun and beautiful and it's very inspirational to see her content on Instagram. I would agree wholeheartedly. I think when I look at these content creators and Disney Instagram um, peoples, I it just brings me joy to see other people ha- being happy in Disney and that is 100% what you get when you go to her Instagram page. I think that um, the joy that she exudes just in her photos or videos alone brings other people joy and so i think that's why people are really loving what she is putting out and we are super appreciative of people like this who dedicate so much of their time to putting joy and happiness in disney on our feeds so thank you sarah of arendelle for doing that for us (laughs) yeah we'll tag her on our instagram but you can follow her at s-a-r-a-o-f A-R-E-N-D-E-L-L-E. Sarah, we love you. We love your content. All right, guys. Next week, we are coming back with... Actually, we're a brand new episode title that we are really excited about. You guys wanted to switch some things up for season four, and we came up with the idea of having a game night. Yeah, we are really excited for episode four to be something new, something fresh. Um, We love being creative and coming up with random things to do that are Disney related. So what better way to do that than having a game day or game night as an episode? So basically, Court and I are just going to have a Disney game night and record it. Yeah, it's going to be so fun. It's going to be very just real and in the moment. And like, I don't know, I just think it's board games or card anything of that matter is so competitive it's so fun you'll get to see a little bit more of our personalities and hopefully you can join along with us and be a part of it and enjoy the time together so i'm i'm really excited i hope we hope you guys like it um definitely give us some feedback what you think but we are excited for that to come out next week we will not tell you exactly what the game is yet it's a surprise so you'll want to tune in next sunday for the newest episode of the castle chat but for now, um, when you're waiting for the next episode, you can definitely check us out on Instagram. You can follow us at the Castle Chat. You can also send us some magic emails through thecastlechat at gmail.com. We love to hear from you guys, especially in the form of reviews. Feel free to drop one of those in Apple or Spotify. Thank you to everyone that actually left us a review for um, our our giveaway that we did recently those have been so awesome to read thank you guys for pouring into us it's just it's amazing to go back and and see all the feedback that you guys have submitted so that's where you can catch us in the meantime but for now we'll leave you with what we always leave you with which is there's a great big beautiful tomorrow out there waiting for you go make it magical see you real soon
Bye. <laughs>